Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Almost Sophisticated Podcast. Woo-woo. So uh, Lauren's here, and I also have Miss Carmen. Hey, Carmen. Hi. And Miss Taylor. Hello, hello. Hello, beautiful. And we are back for another episode. How are you ladies doing today? I am actually really excited. Me too. Me too. You are very excited. Okay. And why are we excited, excited ladies? We have a guest today. We just can't even hold it in. We can't even hold it in. We can't even hold it in. We wanted to surprise you guys, but this is our first guest. We're very excited. Um, So we'll jump into that here in a second. Um, I think you guys are going to love this uh, episode that we have prepared for you. Um, But we did want to just recap real quick last episode uh, because that was really good. If you have not checked it out. Yeah, make sure to go back and listen to episodes one and two. Um, But here's a quick recap from Taylor. So um, just briefly going over last episode, um, we talked a lot about the terms, you know, misogyny, massage noir, and then intersectionality. And we did a lot of relating those terms as it is relevant to the things that are going on in, you know, society right now. We use examples as far as like the Breonna Turner, uh, Breonna Taylor situation, excuse me, um, the Kiki Palmer, Trey Song situation, just different references to kind of help, you know, set in what those terms mean. Because a lot of times we find that sometimes people just are not familiar with what they mean and mm-hmm. how sometimes the behaviors that they may display do fall into those definitions and they may not know it or realize it. So it's kind of important just to kind of self-check a little bit and think about, you know, how you're showing up when it comes to those um, ideals and just how a lot of times women, but more specifically black women are not protected. Mm -hmm. Um, And the emotions that come with that idea as we all, as we all are black women, you know, what that feels like to constantly be not protected. Um, And, but at the same time, also expected to always be at the forefront of Mm -hmm. each and every movement all the time and be the backbone um, for a lot of, you know, movements in today's society. So if you haven't, you know, please go back and listen to that episode. It, we did a lot of good, um, it was a lot of good discussion, but it was also a lot of good educating that I think happened because I know, just speaking for myself, up until recently, it was when I really actually became pretty confident with those terms, enough to be able to use them, you know what I mean? In mm-hmm. conversation and recognize them also, mm-hmm. like, situationally, like, okay, right. this is misogyny in our culture. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I agree, Taylor, it's not, you know, misogyny is not like a fun topic, but I actually really enjoyed having this discussion with you guys. And I think it was a really powerful episode. Um, The episode's called Respect and Protect. Um, So definitely go back, catch up if you missed it. Yes. And now we will turn it over to Carmen to do the fun part of today's episode. Yes, let's cut to the chase. Yes, why we are here today. So hailing from Oakland, California, we have Miss Brittany, a.k.a. Yoga Bay. She is passionate. She is a passionate certified vinyasa yoga instructor, twerk aficionado, and serial entrepreneur. Yes, girl. Yes. (laughs) She created (laughs) yoga Persona Trap Yoga Bay as an answer to feeling unwelcome in standard yoga studios and classes. Mm. Certified in, ooh girl, Rishikesh, India, she now tours the world spreading trap love to those who lack acceptance and wellness spaces. So please welcome Miss Brittany to the show. Ah, yes. Welcome to All Sophisticated. Thank you for having me. You know, I love when I do um, podcasts with women of color because that Rishikesh, right? It gets to a lot of people, but when you have had some unique names on the <laughs> roster, mm-hmm. we figured yep. it out. Um, thank you uh, for the warm welcome, and thank you for um, lending your platform to me. I'm really excited about this conversation we're about to have and uh, how we can continue to, to press forward. Yes. We're really we excited to get into that bio made me just like want to twerk something a little bit. Like I was like, this is right. so exciting. I was like, left cheek, right cheek, left cheek, right cheek. <laughs> do, it, do it, do it, do it. That is why I am here. <laughs> yes. Well, to get right into it, we want to, you know, open up this platform to be able to 
let viewers also, you know, know a little bit more about you. So one of the things we definitely want to know is what prompted you to start trap yoga and how is it different from um, traditional yoga? Yeah. So one of the, what you alluded to in my bio, my bio, uh, it was my answer to feeling unwelcome in wellness spaces and how that plays out is not just when you walk into a yoga studio and there are no faces that look like you, no body types that look like you, no hair textures that look like you, no music that sounds like you, right? That's mm-hmm. one portion of it. But long before you even set foot into that studio, there was no advertisements that looked like you, no yoga clothes that were marketed to you, no no scenes in movies where the instructor you know, led that practice in that way. And then in your personal life, there was no one who, uh, who, who went from the hood to finding their peace. So there had been nowhere that, most uh, black, brown women, queer women, full-bodied women, cis women, trans women could turn to and say, hey, when I think about the best ways to take care of my body and my mind, yoga is it. And so what I felt like is, damn, that's really unfair because yoga changed my life. And it's been a struggle to just get into the practice because everything in my natural mind tells me that self-care, yoga, mindfulness does not look like you. So mm-hmm. so, so really it, it came about, about me literally not feeling welcome in the wellness space. Like no one, you know, overtly telling me to my face, you don't belong in these studios, but there's being absolutely nothing that tells me that this is a safe place for me to explore myself and become a better person. And that's kind of fucked up because yoga's lit. I love right. it. And yeah, my mom, so my mom adores yoga and it has like for you changed her life. Um, And, but I have to agree. I think like yoga can be a very, um, it can be a very white space um, and has like stereotypes definitely associated with it. So power to you for um, kind of just, you know, paving a way and, um, you know, transforming that for people. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to say too. In college, my junior year of college, I took a yoga class. It's kind of like, you know, you need like that one or two credit. And honestly, I walked into the class thinking like, I'm literally here just to get my credit. I'm not here to be zenned out. And I actually went in there trying to, you know, establish that peace or really like connect with this inner part of myself. And I just, I just couldn't, like, it, it just wasn't, and I can't say why it just wasn't, I just wasn't able to do it. And I kind of like gave up on it. I was like, okay, I got this yoga man. I got about one about all these clothes. It's a cute little work I gave from TJ Maxx. And what do I have to show for? Cause I was like, I, I don't feel any more connected at my piece. Like yeah. that whole, like trying to like, you know, like I'm not gonna say stop your thoughts, but you know, like you try to like slow down all your thinking and like clear your head. I just could not, I just couldn't do it. And I was the only black person in there. I mean, I'm not saying that that was the only reason why I couldn't, but it just, Thinking back on that experience, I definitely can relate to a lot of what you were saying, Brittany, about just it really wasn't an openly inviting space. You know what I mean? For people who look like me, something that I could just truly relate to, I guess. So, so it didn't resonate. What I'm hearing right. did not resonate with you. It did not leave a lasting impression. It did not stick, you know, stick with you. And the it, people talk about this like nirvana or peace being a side effect of yoga. And you got there and you did your thing. You left and was like, yeah, I don't see it. Like... Where? Yeah. <laughs> right? And, and that's yeah. another reason why it's so important to me to have the brand Trap Yoga Bay because it, it you know, in the bio for the brand is bridging the gap between cultural relevance and self-care. Because there are tons, there are, I don't want to say there aren't other Black yogis. There are. But a lot of times I've encountered them um, and you'd be like, um, I don't know if anybody told you lately, sis, but um, you're a Black woman. <laughs> right? Like, and and there was this idea that, you know, you almost had to absolve yourself of your blackness in order to, to to receive spiritual enlightenment, which by proxy tells you that there's something wrong with being a culturally black woman. Mm. Right. And so what my brand is for, you know, if you look at my Instagram, it's, it says I do it for the for the sophista ratchets. Right. Like mm-hmm. for people who who are problem aware and have the cognizance to want better and the time and the energy to invest in themselves, but no safe space to do it. And so one of the things that makes Trap Trap Yoga Bay as a company, one of the fastest growing yoga brands in the world right now, 
um, flex, right? Uh, in the world right I now, I say humble brag, right? <laughs> um, is is that 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 bridging of the gap when people when I talk to people about yoga, I'm not instantly like, oh yeah, you know, find yoga, find your peace, how do you woman? We're gonna do these tadasanas and manasanas and everybody. Because you say that, and like I'm from the hood, I'm from West Oakland, California. My family gonna be looking at me like, please. But what we do understand is, yo, pull up. We're going to be in a club, right? You know how we do. So, boom, we're going to be in a club. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a DJ, right, right, right? We're going to throw that ass in a healing circle. And I'm going to teach you a little bit of yoga on the way. And so everybody's like, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Because now I can tell my husband that, you know, I'm going to yoga, but it sounds like I'm going to the club. And it sounds fun. Our people... We, we, we deal with so much heavy on mm. the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. We need it to be fun. Mm-hmm. We need self-care to be fun. Right. We need digging to be fun. Um, and so in our classes, it's quite the comedic experience. You're going to laugh a lot. But in the end, when they're laying there in that savasana, a.k.a. dead men's clothes on the floor, oh, you're going to cry because there's so much that comes to it. And, you know, what you said, you know, I can't slow down my thoughts. There's so many misconceptions about mindfulness and about meditation and what meditation is and isn't. And if I tell you, somebody who spent my 10,000 hours learning how to meditate, talking to someone who, who is on hour one, all you got to do is clear your mind. Like, F you. Because that's not fair. You're not telling me the real tools. You, They didn't tell you that it's not about clearing your mind. It's about having all of the thoughts that you have. Because the human brain has about 142,000 thoughts a minute. And not attaching to them. Mm. It's not about not having thoughts. It's not attaching to them. So somebody could say, you know, you let your thoughts run past you like like them F-boys you're no longer interested in. And then you're like, oh. See, now I can relate. Perspective. So now, so now I see a thought and I'm like, keep it moving, F-boy. Skirt. And Next. that's how you think of your thoughts. Now you understand how meditation works. I am just I so in love. love. I know. This in, is in powerful. Love. And we're only I on question like one. <laughs> <laughs> because this is like... I feel the healing. And that's what I found in yoga. I tried practicing in college. It was iffy. Um, But it's something that I've been wanting to pick up because I feel like it really helped me just know my body better. Um, And it also wasn't a very white space, but I was able to just get in tune with me and like how different poses made me feel. And so that's something that, you know, I'm really interested in getting back into, but to have a space full of women who look like me and like this love and support that's trying to like better ourselves that the thought of that just really excites me yeah and then and then you add the element of, of music that we love and i say this all the time if you're listening to a song that you like right if um back when i first started teaching trap yoga in 2017 it was um bodak yellow bodak yellow was like the hottest song yes. ever and now like we're in the we're that's in the stable. time of the Right, like shout out to her three year long career. You know, we, we go up, we glow up together, Cardi. But um, when you're listening to a song that you really, really love, you're not thinking about your love life. You're not thinking about your bills. You're not thinking about your finance. You're not thinking about any of those sort of things. And so that is why, one of the reasons why the trap music is so important because I teach the flow three times and then I give them three minutes with the music turned up club level loud to practice what you learn. And the loud music is to drown out your thoughts mm. so that you can just think about catching the beat. When you're twerking, you are not worried about anything other than, do you see it? Is it moving? Do you see it? Is it moving? <laughs> right? And so I'm like, y'all, y'all not ready for meditation. And that's okay. We're going to meditate to some some trap music right quick. We're going to meditate to, you know, getting into it and, you know, understanding how the human mind works. And I'm like, okay, so when we do this chair pose, which is like sitting down, assuming someone who's listening has never done yoga before, which is like sitting down with your legs closed. Imagine you're sitting in the chair and I see women getting ready to give up. I would be like, uh-uh. Because if you was bouncing on that D, you would not quit. Do not quit. You got to connect to no the people where they are. Yes. Come We're on almost now. Right? Just almost. It's almost. almost. It's, almost. Just a real, it's the realness for me. It's, it's the realness. For real. it's, it's just. It's a spectrum I, I'm, I'm, of sophisticated. It's a spectrum. I'm at a loss for words, and I'm, just, I'm rarely at a loss for words, but I'm, I'm okay I'm, with I'm, it. But I'm loving this. We're only on question <laughs> one, really, and this has been oh. just so good, <laughs> so powerful, yes. At this well, point, I'm just like, so where do I sign up for the class? Like, how, right. can, I, how can I? 
I know. I with with uh, with current COVID situation, we are we have not been doing live in person classes. We are a touring company. The reason why I do not do brick and mortar is because there are too many Black women around the world who need me to get to their city, and we are a worldwide company. Wow. We taught everywhere from Singapore, Cuba, um, Mexico, almost every state that you can think of, even the ones where you'd be like, wait, black people there? Yeah, there are black people there. You just gotta know how to call them out, right? And bring them out. Uh, so what we're doing right now, uh, I'm so grateful for it. We, we pivoted to an online community. Yes. So now, uh, by the time you guys release this, which I don't know how soon it'll be, but it's within day's reach, I have an app. Yes. There's a day app. And currently, before it was an app, it was an online community of over a thousand women. And we go through, uh, we, we go through trap yoga as a class. We go through monthly meditations. We go through things, things that you would never think of that were important. But things about like how to cope with failure, how to deal with loss, how to how to cultivate the friends you deserve because your friend circle is the most indicative of what your future success is going to be like. We focus on how to bust it open, like doing the splits in thirty days. Right now, they're focusing on habits because habits are the most important indicators of success next to the people you surround yourself with. So what we've been able to do is to take this beautiful touring class and deconstruct it to its most um, intricate, fine, well-oiled parts and then give that back to a community. And I thought what I had to offer was of of the the most life-changing magnitude. But what I've learned is it's the community. What I offer is good, but can you imagine having, you know, basically a social media app with curated content with a thousand women that look like you, that think like you, that want to get like, want to get to joy, like we're doing. Like, oh, that's awesome. Because when you, when you, when it, when it boils down to it, I can ask you what you want out of life a million times, but at the end of the day, if I keep asking you why, why, why? we'll finally get to the truth. And the truth is you just want to have joy. Yeah. And it looks different for different people. But I've got an online community so far of a thousand women who have all come to the agreement that I want joy. I want it for me. And I want, and I can't have it until we all have it. So, so, so we built that, that utopian society online. Cause what else is the internet good for? Then trolling and building community. <laughs> I just need you to drop the link. I just, know we like, are this, just the- reach through and just drop mm-hmm. it in people's lap because mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a right after we end because I at this point I, I don't know why anyone is waiting. App, um, titled in the app yeah. store. So it's, yeah. So it's it's Trap Yoga Bay app. Um, and we it goes live. Uh, in why well, again I don't want to like say dates because I don't know if this is evergreen for you guys. Uh, but I guess you'll bleep it out. It goes live October 14th. But right now, you can download uh, the the uh, beta app. You can be a part of the community by going to tribe.trapyogabay.com. That and for the people, tribe.yogabay.trapyogabay. Tribe. There you go. Let her repeat it one more time so I don't mess it up. <laughs> tribe.trapyogabay.com for the people in the back. Period. Period. In the back. I love it. Well, this is great. I mean, we already got. So, we'll try to put all the links yes. and stuff in the bio of the episode as well. So definitely, for sure. Yes, definitely, definitely. I wasn't even ready to get to the app yet, but you know what? I'm happy that we're there because it's gonna be <laughs> on my phone when it releases in the store. Absolutely, yes. for sure. Oh, um. So okay, I was, another. Go ahead. Yeah, I was wondering, um, how has trap yoga? benefited you and your body and your health because I think a lot of times we focus on like yoga ooh I'm stretchy um I'm flexible you know makes me good in some other areas I look cute you know so but what other kind of benefits have you experienced in this journey in this process yeah I love it and you know I meet people all the time and I'm not I'm not um, I'm I'm not a, I'm a, a little more bite sized than I look on the internet. I'll just say that. <laughs> I love Every that. time I meet people, they're like, "Damn, girl, I thought you were gonna be like five nine. I'm like, "Whatever, no, I'm not. I'm like five five, right? I'm I'm not um, a, a, a robust woman." But I will say, uh, a lot of times people are like, "Oh, you know, all you do is yoga, and that's how you got that body." And my response is always like, "You have never done my yoga." right? Um, there's this notion of what yoga does to the body, but people don't realize that there are over 38 different branches of yoga. Some are a little bit more stretchy. Some are a little bit more power filled. 
um, the type of yoga that I practice and teach is vinyasa, and vinyasa is a um, is considered a power yoga class, meaning it's hard work. You're going to build muscle. You're going to have um, some some after effects, right? Like you you get hungover from my class, like your body, like um, and and twerking in yoga is only easy to watch. Like you're gonna get some work in, right? Um, and I love all of the physical benefits of yoga. And I always invite people in and really typically only speak to the physical benefits because what we can understand is the things that we can see. And we mm. understand, change your body. We understand, get a bigger butt. We understand, get you know build some abs. We understand, look good in your swimsuit. Um, and so that is typically my selling point, but the byproduct, which is um, that level of clarity, you learn so much about yourself in your yoga practice. For instance, if you're doing a pose that's really difficult for your body and whatever level it's in in that moment, how you handle it in that much about yourself, down to how you breathe. People who are doing a pose and I see them and they're, <sighs> I, I know instantly that hyperventilation says that, hey, you freak out when shit does not go your way and you just and throw your emotions everywhere because you can't hold it together versus people, other people, um, which is something I had learned about myself is I hold my breath, clench mm. my jaw, I hold it in, right? I'm, I'm retentive. I turn inside. I want to work it out and figure it out and I'm not breathing through it. I'm pushing through and I'm muscling through. And that tells me something about how I handle problems in the real world. Yoga is the way you you practice yoga is really only the physical manifestation of what's going on in your and so I think that yoga is the fastest way to self-knowledge because you're getting to to learn what do I do when I hit my limit? When I'm in a pose that's really hard for me, do I give up? If I do, then I probably give up in life. I'm probably quick to to do that. If I like um if I'm in a in a pose that's tough but requires me to sit in it, do I get fidgety and shift? You know, just and and that tells us so much. So I think the the like, hey, come do yoga. Part of me is like, yeah, 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 get a better ass, yeah, 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 bust it open. So when you get on that beat or whatever it is, but the truth is, I'm like, yoga is the journey of the self to the self through the self. Come find you. You're beautiful. Wow. Mm -hmm. Come find you. Wow. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. We got so many gems being dropped right now. I'm like, okay, we're, we got quotables and everything. Um, so I have to ask, who is your favorite trap artist? Because I, I know you mentioned Cardi, which I she is up there for me. I, I want the playlist. I want the Trap Yoga Bay playlist, and I want yeah, your Yeah, I'm going to start making DJ True Star do these interviews with me. Like, <laughs> honestly, she's an introvert of the two of us. So I'm always like, yo, you want to do this podcast? She's like, no, nah, you got it. You talk all day. I ain't got room to talk. I'm like, all right. Come on. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I do, my go-to is Gucci. Gucci personified the, the yoga journey, right? He's hit such a... Um, such a transformative point in his life that people have assumed he's been cloned. That is how much of a transformation this guy has had. And to see him go from, you know, um, self-destruction and on the brink of like, Rudd did not look like he was loving himself, taking care of himself or any of that. And to have hit that rock bottom and to come back and to say, hey, there is something on the other side of that. And it doesn't matter where you started. It is your responsibility to move forward. And the cool part is he switched over and didn't get mad corny. Like how many times has an artist we like like get saved or cha like change up change the life. Like, I don't yeah. really like your music no more. So so few examples come to mind. <laughs> I know I'm just gonna, you know I'm getting up there in uh, notoriety so let me not burn no bridges. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. All love. Mm -hmm. Right like he he got to where he wanted to go, but never forgot who he was. And that is the beautiful right. thing. That is the beautiful, um, the, the transformation. So as a person, I totally admire Gucci. He just dropped the book. I'm going to buy it. It's the table book of Gucci's affirmations. Um, I've gone to see him in, in concert plenty of times. And I also just, I like his music. It, ma it makes me feel like a thug. Um, who also has vegan days, right? Like, 
meatless Mondays and and a chopper. Like it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> I love that. I definitely like grew up listening to Gucci and yeah, you're totally right. in the fact that like he stayed true to himself and his audience, even in transforming his life. we're not getting like this diet Coke version of him. Like he's still all the way Gucci. That's a diet Coke, y'all. <laughs> not like a Gucci no. light. Like, no, like this we is still just getting the Gucci. Little wings with the freeze cups. Okay. That's the Gucci that we still getting. Right. <laughs> And there, there are other artists who transcended um, their circumstances mm-hmm. and are doing well. You know, Jay Z, uh, who, who's art, he's hip hop. Jay Z, hands down, hip hop. But he's had a really amazing transformative um, thing and, and been able to hold true to his music. And when it talks, you ask for the playlist. My playlist, like, yo, it is the season for female rappers. Yes. Oh, yes. Really? It's the era. It's the era. 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 Right? Like, <laughs> they are dominant. The universe ever hears me made this era, you know, exist in perpetuity forever and ever. So on my playlist, though, there's a lot of um, a, a lot of up and coming artists like, you know, uh, Princess Nokia. She's yeah. been like, I like him. I like him, too. Um, Saweetie, we're from the same area. And, and so, like, she's on some transformation stuff. Like, baby girl stepping in as a fashion icon. Yes. Y'all, y'all out for that. Right? Rihanna, who's not Love releasing it. music, but she is savage and she will always be respected. Um, Mulatto, hate the name. Love the lyrics. Mua, come on, that So, I, so I love it. Um, I, I love it that women are dominating the scene and are, are taking, you know, taking up space. Megan always, uh, yeah. the same girls, they're they're on, like, they won't go away, and so you're just gonna have to love them and accept them. Uh, and I love it that now I'm in a place where we have private events, and someone says, "Hey, for my private event as a woman, I really only want to hear women rappers." And when we first started three years ago, he was like, okay, so what you want me to go back and get you to Missy Elliott? Like, what you want? Because I'm not a thing. Right, like, okay, we got two people. Like, I'm wow. like, literally, I was like, there, there's Nikki, right? Yeah. Um, and and I didn't want to do that. Um, and so now there, there, there's a variety. There's a variety. I know. I love it. I love that we can, like, have a remix and it's, like, all female rappers yes, on the remix. On. Yeah. And then I go out and the guys are literally Sing, like, they are rapping, rapping the lyrics. The like they are singing yeah. right. and, and rapping. Sir, with like, who man, sir? No shame. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> sir, sir. <laughs> right. Um, Here for it. Just, you know, this is kind of like a question for, you know, not just, okay, so I'm asking for myself. Um, for any of the moms <laughs> out there. <laughs> Any of the moms out there um, that are trying to, you know, lose that like stubborn belly fat and just get their, you know, mommy makeover without having to go, you know, to the surgical side of things. What are some um, poses or some, you know, some activities within your program that you would recommend for us moms? Yeah, absolutely. Did you know that I'm a mom? I I was going to say, I also know that you are a mom. I've seen your... (laughs) Sunshine on your Instagram, super adorable. I got two sunshines. One just doesn't like to be photographed. Um, <laughs> I have two children. Aww. I have an eleven-year-old daughter and an eight-year-old son. Uh, so I think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm. I would say knee deep in mom gang, but you know they get tall fast. So I'm like <laughs> mom gang. And I would say, get moving. Okay. I would say, like, it, it does not matter what you do just do it. And a lot of, I get a lot of questions about like, what can I do to get rid of the stubborn belly fat? And I believe that it starts in your mind. And within our community, um, one of the programs I would offer anything that I say is you got two options, fix it or own it. Right. And so, um, so it's like, figure out what it's going to take to fix it. And it's not just, Hey, do some sit-ups. Cause I can tell you exactly what to do. Just last month we did abs and ass challenge and we transformed quite a few bodies, but until you learn how to take the space you need from being a mom to remind yourself that you were a woman before you were a mother, it doesn't matter what that workout plan is because it ain't going to do itself, right? Um, so, so my recommendation is um, before you do anything, resolve to set aside time to, to, to replenish your body and replenish yourself. 
and then make the decision that no matter what the result is, that you are going to love your body because that's, that's what you got. Fix it or own it. Okay, this was a great Ayala Fix My Life, but like remix to like <laughs> Britney Fix My Life, Trap Yoga Bay style. I just feel. <laughs> I get that I so very- often. I feel like the wig yes. isn't snatched, but like the roots are straightened. Like, oh, girl, you were sweating. Let me get you together. Like, okay. Right. Let me just, let me just pull yes. you in real fast. Just. I know I'm going to have this episode on replay just trying to get all the tidbits yeah. myself. Well, and two, I literally just worked out for the first time and since having my son. Well, and probably since before I ever got pregnant. But just really worked out like hardcore today. And when my husband, of course, BJ was the main person pushing me and like as I was in line for my Chick-fil-A like can I get my Polynesian sauce and he was like no we're not doing Polynesian sauce just get the get your sandwich and let's go you know Ooh, I love it's Polynesian so good. It, it's so good and um you get the fries in there <laughs> don't make me feel bad Lord. no I'm just kidding <laughs> um but just even working out today I was like as much as I was like dragging my feet about it I was like this is about to be the worst hour of my life I mean it sucked a little bit but there was also like kind of a boost a little bit too because it was like I'm looking at myself and I'm like I'm doing it like it's not perfect I'm still tired yes my body hurts but like I'm doing it and I finished it you know so hopefully I can get to that point where it's kind of just second nature I'm in that routine of you know pushing my body a little bit more so I like that just own it or fix it and I, I'm that's, that's my new mindset and, 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 and I go work out tomorrow yeah and I'm saying and add consistency um mm-hmm. it gets to the point where when you've been working out so much and you you know, you, you, um, your body gets used to that endorphin release, right? Like everybody's gonna drag their feet to a workout, but no one has ever worked out and was like, damn, that was a waste of my time. Like, you're like, okay, I did it, I'm proud of myself. Very and true. so I think what's been helpful for me is to create a level of consistency so that when I don't do it, oh, everybody can feel it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. my team knows when I have not practiced, they'd be like, um, I think we're gonna take a long break because Brittany sound like she needs to, Get, get into her little wellness room, right? Like, <laughs> right. Um, so so to, to do it so much that instead of your body fighting you um, because it's not used to it, your body reminding you like, that you know, that's the thing. As we jumped into this, maybe the people who are listening can't see us, but we saw each other. And I'm pretty sure y'all noticed I was in here like, okay, go ahead, let, let's get started. I'm about to do this little spinal twist and all of that because my body is used to moving. My body is used to being cared for. And once you spoil your body and show it that love, you, you'll you start to notice when it's telling you, like, hold on. The same way you crave Polynesian sauce, girl, you can make yourself crave water. You can make yourself crave, uh, you know, a workout. It's going it's, you know, you, um, it's, it's to be some work. And I guess the, the other piece I would have to it um, that I think is a game changer, if y'all ready for it. I don't know if y'all ready for a game changer. Are but, you ready? Are you ready? Okay. So, peep this. Motivation ain't going to save you. If you are waiting for something to motivate you, it will not help you do it. How many times have you been on Instagram and you saw an IG model and you thought you felt motivated, but really you just ended up feeling like shit? You cannot wait. It happens to us all. You cannot wait for motivation or inspiration to strike you. You have to go until you are inspired. That means if you did it, you're going to work true. out. Friend, you're going to have to get commit to at least three to five weeks because that's how long it takes to start seeing any results. And then be inspired by your results. And then be back inspired by yourself. When I wow. put up a picture of myself for my goals, whenever I'm like, okay, I'm about to go ham and hard in the paint because I get into these moments where I'm like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be the best influencer version of myself so I got to get this ass right, right? Like I need, I need to get back to my 44 measurements, whatever it is. I don't put pictures of other people up. Mm. I put pictures of myself up there. Because even though you don't always appreciate your body in that moment, I bet bet y'all all all my life savings that you've looked at some picture of yourself from some time in the past and said, damn, I was tripping. I looked great. And I should have wore shorter shorts. (laughs) I should have wore that tank top. I should have had my stomach out. So if, if that's what it is, Post yourself up there, a picture of you at a time when you didn't appreciate yourself. And you need to apologize to that person in the picture and saying, damn, I did not treat you right. Damn, I did not um, show you the respect and, and the love and the gratitude that you deserve. Come back to me, body. Come come back to me. And I promise I'm going to wear I'm going to have his ass out. I promise. You know, and, and speak. 
I promise. I'm gonna do right. I'm gonna do right, baby. Just everybody gonna see. Like your stretch marks ain't nothing, baby. Just come back to me. Just come back to me. You know, one thing about it, I keep saying, Lord, if you let me get this belly back, listen, it's it's gonna be trouble for the people because the crowd, we're 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 wearing them. We're just and how is the time, baby? Let me tell you something. And and more than more than a banging body, the most attractive thing about a woman is her confidence. Anytime yeah, you feel ashamed of something, people can feel that. I used to feel some sort of way about my stretch marks. And mm-hmm. I felt like when I wear my stomach out, people were looking at it and it was a big deal. And when I decided I wasn't going to be ashamed of it anymore and I'm going to wear this little two piece and you're going to get what you got and be confident about it, like the, the world agreed with that. The universe is only trying to confirm to you what you believe to be true about yourself. So if you believe you're still a baddie, mm-hmm. In, you know what I'm saying? Like in in that in the top, Which you are. You know, it's a thing. And now, um, you know, and I, I used to have to even protect myself when I did photo shoots, and would be like, "Oh, I told you I don't don't remove my stretch marks. Take it back. Give me send me back my photos with my stretch marks in it because I don't want to see myself in a way that's unrealistic mm-hmm. or in a way that would meet me in person. They're like, damn, sis, you don't look nothing like that. So it's important to me that I show up holy as I am and that I am represented in that way because that that affects my confidence and I do not want that hanging over my head because everybody just saw me on Instagram and think I have no stretch marks and then here we are in person and I'm double backing so I wear I wear my stretch marks proudly I do not allow people to edit them out and I do not accommodate them if you don't like me baby don't look but I bet you there are plenty of folks who like me and even if no one likes me I like me and that's the real bad I just feel like I'm in church. I just want to scream right. like, up and down the pew, like thank you, David. Like hallelujah. Like I, I was like, I feel like we didn't prepare the people, but to be fair, I was not prepared. I was gonna say we couldn't prepare them for what we were not prepared for. I didn't know I was gonna be this moved. Like I just, hello, like this is I'm the moved. sisterhood that everybody that all is black women for. need, all women yes. need, but we are here in our black womanness and just the healing, the love. Shoot, Corona, sis, I need you to go because I got to catch a flight to, to Oakland. Oh, yeah. yes. I'm at the next tour stop for yeah. sure. And I have to agree with, you know, what you were saying about um, the most attractive thing about a woman is her confidence. I, the compliments that I think I appreciate the most at this point is not when people a, a compliment my appearance, but really more. <laughs> I mean, that's great. But like a compliment on my energy. You have great energy. That just makes my whole mm-hmm. day. You know, when somebody compliments just your your aura, your personality, like that's the most thing. It sticks with you more. Yeah, yeah, I was saying that's and that's when you feel seen, right? Like, yeah, okay, I can have a cute face. You know how many you know how many chicks out here with a cute face? Like, that's not the hardest thing to get. The hardest thing to do is to heal and to show up whole and to show up loving. Mm. And so when when um, I feel most beautiful, when I feel seen, right? Like when, when, I, when people can see my heart and can see that I'm for the people and that I've done the work and that I am a safe person and that I am a good friend and I got boundaries like a mug, right? Like when people, when, when people see me want to add to that and respect who I am, I don't, I don't need anything other than to be able to exist in this world and to put out the energy that I want returned. And I'm, I'm so grateful and, and it's not lost on me. I have these conversations all the time with my friends. It's not lost on me that um, I am considered a beautiful woman, right? Like my, I was just talking to a friend the other day and he was like, you get away with a lot of stuff. You got, they call it pretty girl privilege. So I get it, right? Like I've got pretty girl privilege, but I understand that, um, or at least I, I, I try to understand that God made me beautiful in a way that other people easily see me as beautiful because that's just the advertisement for what's inside. Yeah. And so I've had to do mm-hmm. the work to make sure that my inside matches my outside and that my energy stays mm-hmm. up and all of those sort of things. So I'm like, cool, I show up as cute as I can be on the outside, but what's really important is is is, is my heart wonderful and does that read right. through? Right? Like do 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 people when I walk away from people, do they feel added to or taken from? And I don't want anyone to feel taken from when I walk away. And what I love about mm-hmm. that, um, 
it actually plays into something that I was going to ask about what you want um, those who come to your sessions to take away. And so, I mean, I can tell you right now, even though I haven't been to one of your sessions, what I'm taking away. Um, I don't know if you know that, but like you're, I would say that you're just inspiring uh, to people who are trying to get to that level, you know, especially in the black community, we talk about, you know, oh, I'm a strong black woman, like, I don't need nobody, like, I got this, I'm Miss Independent, yada, yada, yada. And so, but that can be heavy. And so as someone who has, like, struggled with those uh, stereotypes and is, like, working to unlearn them um, and finding myself, like, listening to you talk and um, knowing that you've created this space, I think that's really what excites me. Um, and so I just wanted to share that because I felt, you know, just really connected, really seen like you talked about. And so I think definitely you're a beacon for others who are like, okay, like I see it's a safe place. Like this is somewhere where I can go to do the work and to grow and become like the bad boss that I know that I am. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, and that's what, that's what, um, what feels good when I didn't, when I couldn't find a safe place for myself, I realized that, you know, um, there's so many other people just like me. And so instead of waiting for someone to create that space um, or to or to invite me into that space, I created it. And once I came down the door, I, I invited all my cousins. So it. thank you for, for, um, for, for now, I, like now y'all part of the tribe, now y'all my cousins and, and yes. you know, we can all benefit from it. And I think that the hardest part about being a woman and being a woman of color is that expectation to martyrize ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I refuse to be a martyr and I also refuse to live in pain, right? And so um, to, to be able to create that space to be like, oh, you thought you were alone in what you go through, but what, what you went through so-and-so, all these other women have gone through, um, but somebody had to be the, the, the initial brave voice to say, hey, here's all of the hardship that I've been through and I have a plan to persevere. Anybody else want to participate in this plan with me? Wow. And, and that's what it is. I've, I've, I've not always had it easy. I mean, not that, that implies I have easy right now. I have not ever had it easy. We've always had to fight for ours. And we should understand that if we stop with the societal rules of women not collaborate, how much more we can get done. And so it's not necessarily me taking on the burden and the pain of other women, but it's me um, understanding that I'm an orator and a storyteller and I can tell my story. And when I tell my story, I'm actually telling the stories of hundreds and thousands of others and helping them articulate and find words and helping them see some fragments of themselves in me and, and to live my best life and be successful so that there can also be a path that says, if she can do it as a whatever, as a mother, as a divorcee, as someone who was born in poverty, as a formal foster youth, whatever negative, you know, you can stamp on that. So can I. And and that's the idea. And that's the thing that gets me up every day. Wow. That was very well said. That was very well said. I'm inspired. Um, We've said that. But um, I actually wanted to ask, speaking of inspiration, um, who would who or what would you say maybe has influenced your work? What are your um, inspirations artistically? Yeah. Um, you, me, right? It's, it's don't make me y'all make me cry. Oh, no, no, no. I'm gonna make me cry on this podcast and cry real hard. <laughs> y'all are hilarious. Like, let me make sure I pass y'all my phone. Yes, girl. <laughs> but it's it's the everyday person. Like we we love the heroics. We love these streamlined stories. Mm. We love you know rags to riches and triumph. But I am inspired by the, the everyday person who is not like, I want to be, you know, the next Oprah. Or I want to be Tyler Perry. Like somebody who's just like, I want to do good in the world. And I want to be a dope person who does dope things and live by my own rules. And, and, and so I am inspired by women who look like me, who despite everything, despite um, not having a whole world of eyes supporting them and loving on them, um, still pushing through to be a good person. I'm inspired by y'all saying, hey, there there are some women out there who, you know, are almost sophisticated, who 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 need to be spoken to. 
for y'all to say what we have to say needs to be heard mm. and we're gonna we're gonna put our, our ourself out there like what everything that you guys are saying and these thoughts that you get that you're putting out in the world right now is exactly who you are in this moment but you will transform you will transcend you will change but you are still willing to say whatever i'm thinking today is what y'all gonna get today and when i change my mind y'all gonna get that too and you, you just Y'all have a podcast, so I'm hoping that you understand the importance of storytelling and trying to normalizing our stories and amplifying our voices. I am empowered by by three women who are on their third podcast episode and sitting on the and sitting on a podcast with a media trained person who who just took over your thing and 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 spoke from the heart to y'all. This is inspiring. This is this is that. You know, taking a machete and cutting down a path. I am inspired by y'all, and I want y'all to find y'all rightful place in this world because it will open the door for so many more. I am one person. There are so many people that I am made for, but there's many more that I am not. So I would love to continue to um, be inspired and inspire other people so that they can find their tribe and uplift and amplify us. I'm inspired by you. I'm just, I'm trying to hold it. Again, the unexpected, because I'm thinking that we're going to get like, oh my goodness, you know, some pop culture reference or something. And um, Mm -hmm. I'm moved. For me. Can I tell you our secret? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say for me, this is all full circle. Um, I felt like, you know, 2020, when Miss Rona said, y'all got to sit inside. I said, okay, God, um... So not what I had planned. You know, I was going to be outside, outside. So outside, outside. (laughs) we had plans. Running through Um, the streets. (laughs) Period. Okay. U Street was calling my name. But the Lord said no. And I was like, fine. And so I realized like this, I've been seeing a pattern of like finding myself spending this year to really get to know myself. Mm -hmm. And so for you to just sit here and talk about that transformational experience, like all I can see are like the past six months and what's been leading up to this moment. And just feel um, just God really. And so I'm, and so I love that we can bring spirituality into the conversation as well and have that in here with healing and, womanism and sisterhood it's just doing a lot for me right now and sis if you do this to like one in a hundred people and I know you do it to so much more like really like you are an inspiration and all you want to do is inspire people like we are unstoppable and I just am so thankful to have you here speaking with us today I I agree I feel like we're bonding with you as um Mm -hmm. you know fellow creatives and it's crazy because something like a podcast so different from um, yoga, but it's like watching, you know, hearing your story about how you had the vision and you have, you know, taken it to the level that it's at now. And, you know, it, it, it's like inspiring to me as, okay, we have had this vision for this podcast and we said, all right, let's just do it. And, hopefully it just catches on. I think that's part of like the power that we have as women and as black women too, is to inspire each other and to um, like, to really, you know, go off of each other's energy. It's the, it's the power of, it's the law of magnetism, right? Like putting that energy out there, supporting other people and having it come back. People ask me about my business strategy all the time. And I'll tell you, it's to be a connector. Mm. My business strategy, um, the number one thing that has been helpful for me to go from a company, uh, a a one-off class that I taught to now a million-dollar brand is to um, take two people who don't know each other, who could could benefit from each other, connect them, and then walk away asking of nothing of anyone, right? And and that is the power that we have of... um, being relatable mm. and also connecting. So again, like congratulations on this podcast. And you know, this is this is only the beginning. And you can spend all your days mapping out exactly how you believe this is gonna go, but you have no idea. You cannot fathom what's in store for you. 
if you don't give up. Well, amen. Okay, well, I'm trying to tell you, I got to run through the church pew. I keep telling you. <laughs> exactly. Um, one of the things I just wanted to say quickly um, was, I know I, I definitely echo everything that Carmen and Lauren have said, but two, we're speaking to you, you know, due to COVID and also location difference, you know, on this platform. But I can only imagine what it's like to be, you know, in your space in, in real time, because I'm sitting here literally in chills. So when Carmen, when you mentioned like, it's God, and I'm like, you know, we've talked about this too before, like sometimes when you feel like the pastor speaking directly to you and you be like, okay, how do you know I was here today? Because he is literally speaking my life. Came down the street. And <laughs> he came down my street. And I just, I was really sitting here like with chills because I was like, wow, like, I mean, I know there are four of us on this call, but I definitely feel like I'm talking straight to her. And I'm like, you know, you almost have like a fan room. I'm like, can I pinch myself? Because it's like, this can't be, it just can't be this spot on, but it's mm-hmm. literally this spot on. You know what I mean? So I, I just... I mean, inspired is a word that I feel like we keep hitting, but it's just for right now, I can't even come up with a better word because that's truly where I'm at. Like you just, everything that you said thus far has definitely moved so much in me. So I, I thank you again, as we already have for taking the time to speak with us, taking the time to um, share your story as well as, you know, help us keep to keep going, honestly, because it's hard mm-hmm. out here sometimes. And people like you are definitely mm-hmm. reasons why we can definitely push forward. So I appreciate that. I'm happy to be a reason. And thank you. And just thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. One of the things we had already talked about was your app, which is um, super exciting news. Again, I cannot wait for it to come out. Um, is there anything else, upcoming projects, any updates that you wanted to share with um, the listeners so that way we can just, you know, make sure we're tracking everything that you have coming down? Yeah, I would just say, like, once you get into the app, once you come into my fold, you're mine. And, 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 <laughs> You know, we keep our people abreast and really um, the community isn't something that I just curate. It's something that I cultivate. I, I'd like to, for people to think of me as a friend, as a, as a moderator, not as, you know, um, not as, not as their, their tyrant or their dictator. So um, if, if this is connected with someone, I encourage them to find me on Instagram, you know, get, in, get real cozy with my ratchet affirmations, to download the app and um, fully participate in their healing. Uh, because that that is where the beauty is. Um, but yeah, like I I have no ask. I just want people to be good people and do dope shit. So just just find me wherever you are, and we'll connect. Um, and yes, I have tens of thousands of followers. Yes, I have you know over a thousand people in my community. But I have a way of finding people when they need to be found and how they need to be found. So pull up on me is half the work and. and like like y'all said, like let let God use you, let let spirit um have me in your your email and your DMs talking to you like I like I'll be reading your text messages because that's just how it works. <laughs> I absolutely yes. love that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Well, I oh sorry, Lauren, go ahead. No, I was oh, just saying me too. Else? I think I really um I love like how you have really like gone out out of the box with the format of everything that you do. Um, So one, that you tour. um, Two, that you have an app. um, And I'm like the the resident techie, I guess. I work in the software (laughs) space and the app space. So as soon as you said that, something just lit up inside me. I have way too many apps on my phone, but I'm always trying to add another one. Like if there's an app for it, in there. And so just even how you're bringing fitness and and this community and integrating it into people's everyday lives, that does so much for people who just otherwise, like Taylor was saying very early on, like have had trouble getting it to resonate, getting it to click, um, consistency. But now you're in my phone. So excited. I'm going to be notifications <laughs> on notification game. Ooh, new, new affirmation. You're jumping right in the app. So and Taylor, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you. Um, I'm gonna have to get with you to send you a, a meditation, because um, I do ratchet meditations. So I Ooh, think I think so. Right, I have a ratchet meditation for minds that won't shut up, and I get the okay. feeling that that's going to be a good one for y'all. Yes, yes, that's definitely me. Tag yeah. me in I, too, I, Coach, because yeah. I need that as well. Miss <laughs> Overthinker, quickly. Yes. <laughs> we're gonna make sure that we all get that for sure, because um, in my little what do we do when we did season one? I like 
not our bio, but you know, we kind of like a, like a little yeah. blurb about each of us. My thing was clatch it, yeah. but I like the sophista ratchet term too. So anything ratchet is that's me. I like that. <laughs> I love sophista ratchet. Yes. Um, that's just been added to my vocabulary like how have I not been saying that oh this direction I know I'm like why do I want to we missed an opportunity a lot but it's okay it's okay we're gonna you gotta always mix the the classy words with the other ones like in my bio twerk aficionado it's like did she just twerk I was reading it I was like yes beautiful like this is what excellence I love us I love us yes like you're not gonna play me baby I got a master's degree but let me tell you what I'm about to put on the flow right now all of it. I mean, <laughs> let the people know because if they hear you, she said she got a master's. Period. Period. Period it's hard. I'm in one right now. It's a lot of work. So go My ahead. heart goes out. Today. Thank you. <laughs> um, one of the things we wanted to do too. This is basically kind of like we we typically have like wellness, um, a wellness segment, but we kind of wanted to make this our wellness episode since we did a lot of talk about self care and loving yourself and confidence and just taking care of your body. Um, and so we wanted to kind of give like a wellness slash tip of the day. Um, and this tip of the day or quote of the day, actually, sorry, actually comes from you. And it is something that you've said before. So I'll read it aloud for everyone. It says, sometimes when you can't find a space, that doesn't mean you need to wait for it. It means you might need to be the one to create it. And we chose that quote because I think it just really echoes up to a lot of what you and what we have already said tonight. It just creating that space for other people who look like us that has not always been so um, accessible, I'll say. So I think that not only with just this podcast, not only with Trap Yoga Bay, and for any other, you know, creatives out there that are definitely, you know, doing the same thing, putting their pedal to the floor and really trying to make things happen. Um, it's, 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 it takes a lot to be able to even just do something like that. Cause I think a lot too, when we talked about our podcast, like for a while, it was kind of like, ur, ur, like, do we even need to do it? You know what I mean? Like, Ooh, like, but are we going to do, are we going to put ourselves out there? What if it doesn't do it? What if it doesn't do that? And we just kind of have to just do it. Like you just have to create the space. I mean, cause you don't know who it could affect, whether it's one person, whether it's a thousand people, you know, that's one or more, a thousand more people than yesterday. So I think that that was something that resonated with us, but um, since that was something that you had said before, is there any additional thoughts? Any additional thoughts that you have from that particular quote? No, I haven't changed my mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I said what I said, I said, what I said. <laughs> and it was and it was beautifully said. <laughs> it was beautifully yeah, but, you know, absolutely. I think um, to to remind ourselves that, like you said, even if all you do is affect one life, and mm. do we forget that the affecting one life includes the life of if even if it fails, and even if it fails by your own standards, right? Because only you can say what a failure is. Uh, the fact that you had it on your heart to do something, or like I like to say, you got pregnant with a promise and you burst that baby, whatever it grows up to do is its own business. You did what you were supposed to do. And, you know, as, as a mom, and I know I keep coming for you, but I like my daughter who's 11, when we have our little, little tiffs, because they happen when they get about 11, <laughs> You know, my biggest thing I tell her is that, hey, God told me that I was responsible for bringing you into this earth and I will not let him down on the promise of making an amazing person. And and I believe that to be true on everything, right? Like I was, I was inspired or I was given your brand. Now I have no idea how far it's going to go or how big it's going to be. I'm constantly surprised. But what I do know is I am going to do everything in my power to move towards the direction of the things that I said mattered to me. And to realize if it matters to me, I am a human and I'm in a human experience and there are millions, billions of other humans in having a human experience that there's somebody else who, who, who may be it. It may be my job to start something and then somebody else is gonna come, be a competitor, shut my whole thing down and I have to be grateful enough that it was my job to, 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 to ideate this thing. So, so right. remember that everything has its purpose and its season and you ride that thing to the wheels fall off. And when it's time for you to walk away, you walk away proud knowing that you've done your best, which is way down the line for y'all. But I'm just putting that out there, being a oracle for a second. <laughs> just prophesying. Yes, no, that was perfect. Yeah, okay. Yes, that was good. I love it. Ooh, child. I just feel like this was 
my baptism all over again, Lord Jesus. Hold me, hold me to the cross. Did they tell you how good I used to be a minister? Did you know that? I should probably tell y'all because I was in church. I said, did, did, did me or any of my um, PR people say I was a minister at some point? So that's probably where y'all getting it from. Yeah, I was a Pentecostal minister. This <laughs> makes so much sense. Connecting the dots. My bad, my, my bad, my bad. Connecting the dots. It it's crazy that you didn't even have to tell us that for us now. to start <laughs> making like all the analogies because we felt it on you. That was only there like fighting in my heart. I'm like, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you. That's it. Yes. Yes. Plans to prosper you. Okay. Like, yes, not to and every, and it's on you, right? Like at every time I see people on the news acting crazy. I'm like, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. They don't know. They don't know. Ooh. So, um, so in and and that is that that's also the truth, right? Um, you whatever you're doing, if you're doing authentically what's in your heart and you believe in a God, then you are doing God's work. Because God is love. And that includes loving on yourself and loving on your people. Wow. Mm. That's powerful. So moved. That's going to have to hang up on me. I ain't going to quit. I never a 12 hour podcast episode. It's right, sure. Like, you are welcome. <laughs> Actually, we just break it up into segments, y'all. But okay, it's going to be a series. It's going to be a series. A series. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ooh. Right. Mm. This is like that 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 soul food, you know, when you go home to grandma's house and it's like Thanksgiving, you got the yams, greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. Like it's this is what I feel like this is. You're right you're now. savoring every bite. I'm savoring every, every bite right now. And then grandma comes I back and she said, "Baby, you know that was that was in a crock pot. You ain't you ain't open the crock pot." And you right. said, "Grandma, I can't, I can't." And then you did. Right. She finished. You ain't gonna get no more. You like grandma, I'm full. And she'd be like, "Nah, baby, it's some more. It's some. It's some." It's a There's some more. Room. I ain't got no room. No. Mm. But then I like the grandma voice. That's not how my grandma sounds. I like it though. <laughs> well, I thank you again for joining us. And I thank everybody for listening to another episode of Almost Sophisticated Podcast. Please make sure that you stay tuned. We always have great things coming up um, for the rest of this season. And we will be sure to tag everything from this episode in the captions and on our social medias we will make sure that you have all the information that you need to heal and to find your 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 best yoga self with trap yoga bay with trap yoga bay okay Alrighty. thank y'all for listening and see y'all next time bye thank bye. y'all bye, bye.